acting Smith and Wesson made my night with some compassion Buck, buck, buck a beat, I was tryna beat a case But I ain't beat that case, bitch, I did the race Beat it up, where I nut, shorty face Eli Blast, cracking foes Yo, 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 it's the race, man We tapping back in, sorry, it's been a minute We've been gone for a while, you know what I'm saying I'm starting this shit back up in the summer, man That's wild, because this is hot time Hot time travel for me, you know what I'm saying Like, uh, I done probably already touched about 10 states I've been to Vegas, LA, hella times You know, shout out to work for that But, uh, um, shit, been to the East Coast Fucking around with New York I know I like New York, NYC Shout out to them niggas, man Um, of course, you know, I reside here in Dallas, Texas It ain't nothing but love, love, uh Shit, I think the last two weekends been in Austin and and, and motherfucking Houston. Shout out, baby, my baby. Uh, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, and I'm a nigga from Kansas. You know what I mean? Shout out to Molly Ma, Ohio. Used to get it in Ohio. Uh, today we got a very uh, special guest with us today. It's my brother, my big bro, John Williams. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing, nothing but the best. You know what I'm saying for y'all. We actually gonna end up. Um, we're going to start changing the format a little bit so I can start getting to y'all a little bit more. Uh, C-19 slowed up a lot of shit for me, you know what I'm saying? When it came to the podcast and shit, I had sponsors and stuff starting to reach out. And I was really building a little buzz, you know what I'm saying, from my city down through uh, Dallas, Texas, man. And, um, you know, just a lot of shit was slowed up because I like to go ahead and bring y'all guests and shit. But what I'm going to start doing is just kind of dr dropping, you know, updates for y'all, whatever's going on throughout the week or whatever's on my mind or my mental. I'm going to go ahead and start hitting y'all with that. And shout out to KSI. Y'all know what it is, man. Um, yell to the noops. But uh, I wanted my, I got my brother Molly Ma back in this motherfucker. What's up, Ma, man? Tell him about you, man. Tell him about you. No, it's good. Um, it's been a minute. I haven't been on here in a while. Um, from Ohio, you know, shout out to 419 area code. My nigga feeling real baby face right now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out to Ohio, 419 area code, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody. I ain't been back in a minute. Um, just glad to be here once again in the presence of Lance and, the, you know, the podcast. Uh, always a good vibe, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just glad to be here and I'm ready to, you know, dive into the topic today. Yeah, yeah. So the topic today is, man, my brother John here. He is a uh, an educator. You know what I mean. Um, and I'm gonna just go ahead and let him introduce himself and uh, tell y'all what's going on, man. Uh, I did have an email for y'all because I need y'all to start hitting me off with questions and shit. Um, I haven't tapped into that email for a little while, so I'm not exactly sure what it was. It was the race at Gmail, something like that. But uh, I'm gonna have that for y'all next show. And if you've been listening to my other shows, you've caught it a couple times on the uh, second season. We're gonna go ahead and try to finish this second season out real strong. You know what I'm saying with people on and, and all that good shit man shout out to dallas texas that's home but shout out to the dub that's where i'm from wichita kansas stand up nigga yes, and um one more thing shout out to my nigga reese shout out to Dwayne. you know crowd pleaser what up y'all you know what i'm saying my niggas in the background my nigga arm shout out arm you know big commander over there my nigga jay smith and then of course my nigga dale fly ass dale man this nigga man only time i see this nigga is on the gram and if he's on the gram he's in a different city some tropical shit nigga last time i caught this nigga and knew anything about about where this nigga was he was at the finals game sweeted up nigga so you know just, just shit like that but uh yeah shout out to them niggas man so yeah like he said um a nigga from dub k wichita kansas um currently resided in kansas city missouri uh casey mo um my principal at a school 
So, uh, yeah, we just going to What's the grade? What's the grade? Uh, I'm a, uh, at my building, it's a kindergarten through sixth grade. So it's kind of formulated a little different up there than it is in the dub. Um, sixth grade is a part of elementary school oh, there. Is that kind of still like considered junior high? No, nah, it's, it's a part of elementary. It's, it's oh, K through six. Okay. It's, in, it's in one building. Y'all yeah. get y'all get an extra day off a week too, like in the middle of the week or something like that too. Uh, that's that's in Kansas. Oh, that's in KCK. So, yeah, KCK. so there's a difference, y'all. KCK, yeah. KC Mo. Yeah. There is a difference, and the niggas yeah, don't get they, along. They'll fight you up there. But, but love to all of them, though. Man, I got family, hella family, deep rooted in Kansas City. So yeah, shout out to that. Shout out to the ten. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my niggas right there. Shout out Rich the Fact too. Yeah. But so yeah, it's a K through six building, and, and up there they consider that still a part of elementary. So, and then they kind of got some buildings, they do got some middle schools is what they call it, and then they do have some buildings that's like the 7 through 12. And is all that still kind of by district and shit? Uh, yeah, it's kind of by district too. So I'm a part of uh, Kansas City Public School District, so that's kind of how it's formulated there. Yeah. And it has a lot of uh, Montessori schools there as oh, well. Okay. So um, they kind of can formulate it however that they want there. Okay. But this is the race, baby. That's what we on today. Uh, so, do you, like, having sixth graders still lined up with, with elementary school, do you see a little bit of difference with that? Or, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I would, I would think, you know, the sixth grader, because when you come in as a sixth grader, where I'm from, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, you're right. small dog. But, like, right. in that sixth grade, is there a maturity thing? Is there, definitely. you know, all oh, I run this? Like, what's... So, definitely. So, it is, like, I mean, and it's and, kinda, and, and one more thing. Are they doing different hours? Like, uh, so... In my particular building, they do, you know, switch classes. So they go to uh, one teacher that's, that does science and math, and then one teacher does social studies and uh, language arts. So they, I mean, they switch uh, to two classes, but they don't really have, you know, like a whole schedule of rotations like they would have in a traditional middle school. But um, as far as maturity-wise, like, absolutely, like, and I think that's kind of one of the reasons why they kind of formulated like that because, you know, you do have those kids that aren't mature. They haven't hit that level of maturity yet, oh, right. you know, where um, they they can go out and be a little more independent than others. They still kind of need their hand held a little bit yeah, with, yeah. with certain things. And then you do have those ones that have reached that maturity. And so, you know, to them, they are the big dogs. These are little kids, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, they're a little more independent than the other ones. Right, right, right. So, you know, I kind of think, you know, just being a part of it now, you know, and looking at it, I'm, I think that it's, 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 it's good that they have sixth grade still in that level instead of, you know, pushing them up there with those ones who have, re, you know, transitioned to that next level of, you know, maturity. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, they, it, it does look a little a, different, a, a, lot, a lot different for some kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, with that being the case, what's what's the differences, man? Kind of going from from a smaller city to a bigger city and being there, like, cause in a dub, we about four five hundred thousand strong. You right. know, it's still a top fifty city. Don't don't ever play us, man. Yeah. Get real, yeah. get real raw out there. You know what I mean? Like, when niggas ain't got nothing to do when the summer's popping. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, but like the metropolitan area of uh, of Kansas City, what about two million or something? Yeah, or it's a big. million, two million. It's, 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 it's pretty big. big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so is there a difference there? Yeah. So and actually the school that I work at is I'm a, I'm a in, I work in the inner city school probably uh, number two uh, it's, I'm on know, this yak baby <laughs> one or two in the top running for the most you know roughest school in our district as far as elementary was oh, shit. so um, yeah we got a, a, a lot one thing that I experienced a lot is that we have a lot of young parents Damn, we got a okay. lot of young parents so you know of course they're still trying to grow up 
They're still trying to have life experiences. They're still trying to kick it. They're still trying to babies find raising babies. Huh? Exactly that. And so we have a lot of parents who are friends instead of parents. So I, you can't really um, the expectations of their kids, and then expectations that you know the teachers and the principals have for the parents. You know they they're not aligned. You know, like I can't call certain parents or some of our parents and and expect support or get support for them um, because, you know, to them, uh, I mean, and I've even heard these words verbatim, like you, these are, what are y'all going to do? Y'all, y'all, they yeah, with y'all that's, today. that's all like, your job. Like, because that, education, don't call me for that. Don't call education me for them. is definitely like a two-way street. Yeah. You need the parent. The, however Absolutely. good your child going to do is with the parent and the teachers. And really, the teachers is the supplement, right? Yeah, like, because you got to send up, you got to send them to, to school with something. You know, you got to send them with a basis. And so they're expecting, you know, just to send them as they are with, with nothing. And they want the teacher to make them... Um, Completely, you know, that give them the basis. They want to give them, want them to give them manners, you know, and you know the basics that they should have came with, you know. And then if the teacher reached out for support, you know, then they're like, "Don't call me, don't call me with that. They, them, them, they for you." Or we have also a, another bigger problem is that parents don't know how to have adult conversations. So if their kid texts them throughout the building and say, my teacher said X, Y, and Z, they calling a the teacher, cussing them out, going off on them. Cause they and think instantly, that shit is cute too, right, right? Instantly believe that your kid is 100% right. And then nine times out of 10, after it all unfolds, your, your kid was not honest, not telling the truth, and they just made a complete fool out of you. When all you had to do, like, you know, with my kids, I'm going to listen to you. And then I'm going to go yeah. ask, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, my son said X, Y, and Z. Can you kind of help me um, fill me in a little bit on what happened, you know, because this is what he said. So, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. No, they don't They do not do that. They, they instantly come in here. You got me fucked up. You ain't going to talk to my kids like that. I'll beat your ass. Even telling the kids. But how do they act at once they find out, once they got that egg on their face and they Man, find they, out, like. they be some, so embarrassed sometimes they don't even want to face you no more. They, they, they ain't calling you no apologize more, no apology, none, none of that. But they ain't going to come at you wrong. They no gonna, quick, they going to come at you wrong, but they ain't going to apologize when they look like a fool. Being, being, a, being a man like around a lot of that, I know you as a black man going to command a lot more respect. But if it's like, you know what I mean, and, and not to, you know what I'm saying, make it a difference between woman or female or white or black. But, you know, sometimes the white teacher don't quite understand what's going on yes, with the school or yes. with kids because, you know, we are a lot of the ones who have, I ain't gonna say we only ones, or not not even a lot, but we be having the behavioral issues, mm -hmm. and that shit manifests from home. Like, do you get you get a little bit more respect? Um, absolutely, like I, I, I came into my building, you know, and I, I, I instantly thrived because uh, I not only identify with a lot of kids, you know, because I, I also been some of those kids. You know, so I know how to tap into the spaces that they're in, and I know exactly what they need in in those spaces. And so, even with the parents, you know, I'll call a parent. I'll let y'all know this nigga ain't bullshitting because when I came into the chapter, you know what I'm saying, a little bit more intelligent, they was like, "Damn, John been holding a grade point average for you know John 4.0. I don't know if that nigga ever seen an A minus or a B, but you know what I'm saying, fam, know what he talking about, man. So yeah, like so, you know, I've been those kids, so I instantly tap into what. You know, I needed in those times and in those spaces when I was those kids. And so, even with the parents, you know, I'll call a parent and be like, "Hey, I, I want to have a transparent conversation with you. Can we have a real conversation?" And so they'd be like, "Yeah, what's up? Listen, this is what you need to change and what you need to do differently. 
Otherwise, we still have a job that we have to do. So if DCF come knocking on your door, if I'm going to tell you already, you ain't got to ask who did it. I'm telling you it's me. Right, right. Because for sure, for sure. we got a job. You, we got to keep your kids safe. Your kids need to be at school. You know, you need to be bathing your kids. You need to be feeding your kids. You know, don't leave your kids at school with us until six o'clock. Like you, the school get out at the same time every day. So how, how you're confused or how you forget your kid is beyond me. And when you rolling up and making me have to stay, because I can't leave work until the last kid is gone. So right, I'm right. staying. I'd have been there. I'd have been the last nigga there waiting for my people. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, certain things like you know, and I, and I don't want to be the person because I don't ever want to be the person that is the reason that their a kid was removed from their parents. You know, if it doesn't have to be that, because again, like I said, I was that kid as well. And I know how that made me feel and what that did to me. So if I can come in on the front end and try to set you up for success, I'm absolutely going to do, do that. that. But if you ain't going to follow through, then there's nothing. You, you, you twisted my hand. And right. I want to be transparent about that conversation when you when I tell you that it's going to be me who calls them. Right, right. So I, I, I have a, a, a high sound, level. You sounding real passionate, nigga. <laughs> I, I, I am. <laughs> I am. And I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm in the profession that I am because, you know, like I, I, I wanted to be what I needed for for these these kids. Hell yeah. Like, like, like. It was the same um, for me. Like I said, man, we had to run this motherfucker back because I wasn't recording at first. But you know what I'm saying? I had some shit going on, you know, with work and shit like that and I was just like damn you know I, I feel this shit fucking with my mental you know what I'm saying and shout out to K saw me and yes, um, go to the noobs I think it's about 10 of us in this motherfucker right now and the only nigga is Jabal <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah man I remember I was having some shit going on at work and man John is real surgical with shit man he, he knew what would touch me and let me know like all right don't slap the bitch you know what i'm saying or or whatever but uh you know i was having some issues i uh i, I ain't gonna say you know what i'm saying it, it was because she was a female or nothing but sometimes i work in an environment you know what i'm saying department of defense aerospace where um you know women have to prove themselves a little bit more and they have to do different things you know what i'm saying to succeed you know and um i just kind of had some a situation or altercation going on with a boss i'm, I'm a boss now but uh uh, we, I had a situation going on where, you know, she was just kind of picking at me. And um, I think it was because of both of our personalities. You know what I'm saying? I'm a very strong personality. I'm a Capricorn. Shout out to the, cap, the Caps out there. But, um, yeah, I, had, I just had a situation going on where she was trying to punk on me. And, and um, you know, something I like to tell people all the time and, and touch on kind of what John said. I wanted to be the cat in certain positions to become CEO and all of that shit because I want people to see that. You know what I mean? I want people to see that, you know, a black man, you know, like myself. Not, and I'm not no Carlton-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I fuck, I fuck with Carlton. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm the new, the new one I fuck with him. I don't like that nah, new nigga. <laughs> what they call him? You know what I'm saying? Coke yeah. Carlton. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, yeah I, I mean, you know, and honestly, I need a cardigan, like, cardigan Carlton, <laughs> right. right? And I mean, I fuck with cardigan Carlton too, but I'm not. Love <laughs> but uh, but um, you know, uh, yeah. So sometimes I think people come off, you know, as far as me, I'm like most of the time the only cat in my department of color, and you know all that shit. I work for a wonderful company now that that does uh, really initiate. Uh, great diversity trends and things like that. It's not really D E and I. You know what I'm saying when it comes to us. They really doing major shit. And a shout out to them. I'm not gonna mention them, but uh, yeah, 
Um, but yeah, fam came at me and he hit me with some real direct surgical shit. Lance, I know you, I love you, you know what I'm saying? And um, don't let it fuck up your bag, you know what I mean? And, and you know, every day when I wake up, that's what it's for because I provide for my family and, and my youngest and shit like that. So, you know, that's what it is. But just always appreciated that about him. And uh, yeah, for real. But I'm, I'm glad you, you know what I'm saying, you're passionate about it. Because John is very low vibration, you know what I'm saying? I'm some, I'm some pimp player shit, for real. You know what I'm saying? Love my big bro for that, for real. Because he always, uh, you know, he just really kind of put it together for a nigga a lot of the times. He's, he may be that nigga in the background, but he that nigga in the background that's going to be ready to go, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? You need, you need a little therapy session, I got you, bro. If we going to work with the hands, I got you, bro. No, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling or how I'm feeling. So it's just a great pleasure and a blessing to go ahead and have him on here today and be talking about this with him. Shout out to L.A. Newt, too, because he talked to more of the higher education tip. But fam right here has made a progression from, you know, teacher to counselor to, you know, now principal and stuff. And is out here at a conference right now where he's, um, you know what I'm saying, working with some people and doing some real good things, you know. So I appreciate you being able to take the time. I was like, bro, I need you. I texted you. Right, he, nigga was about to pull up on me right now. Like, this is about 7 o'clock at night right now. But it was like about 2, 3, 30. He was like, what? You, I'm coming now. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to have my big bro here in Dallas and fucking with us, man, on the race. Shout out to the race, man. Absolutely. Uh, so Uvalde, you know, uh, that's a major thing going on out here. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of coward shit going on with that. And a lot of things that ain't quite hitting the airways with it. I live out here in Texas, so I'm catching all the sauce, you know, all the tea and shit like that. Uh, what's some precautions or some risk management, risk management techniques that schools are taking, you know, like your school? What are, what are y'all doing? I know that was major, bro. And honestly, what people don't understand, I was at the airport and I was hollering at a cat. I think it was maybe a week or two after that. And I just randomly, like, you know, told them, like, you know, the facts behind that shit, like, since that shooting has happened, there's been about 30 or 40 other, you know, mass attempts or, you know, where people have been killed and things like that. It's been a lot of them. It's like an everyday thing for us. Uh, what I like to say, you know what I'm saying? I love America. I'm American. But, you know, America is built on guns and racism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In so many ways. You know hey. what I mean? But, yeah, just what's going on with your school and, and it's some shit that you up there in KC. On, it's interesting that you said that, you know, with all the... The things that's that's followed after that, because um, my district in, that I worked for actually received one of those uh, shooting threats um, last week. Damn. Um, so you know, of course, school was out by then, but we do have sites that have summer school in my sites. Mm -hmm. I'm a principal of summer school this uh, this summer at my building, and uh -huh. so you know, they surrounding districts. You know, there's a lot of people that took that took it seriously. You know, and shut down school indefinitely for that day. You know, and then, they, you know, the schools that did have summer school that decided that they wanted to keep open, they did, you know, kind of um, get support from. But it ended up district. being like a silly nigga, huh? Like, yeah, I so, remember being in school when niggas would call them bomb threats and shit because they didn't want to take their <laughs> test. And it kind of was niggas. silly, too. Like, it was some, on some video game type shit. Um, start putting shit online. That's actually and, a thing with all the video games and shit. I think it's called, what is it, spoofing? Like, or yeah. swatting? I don't know what it was, but he also made Snapchats. So oh. he made Snapchats about it. You know, ate that school. IP address up. Yeah, so, you know, they, you know. Don't fuck the with thing, the feds, they will come get they your They are listening to us right now. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it was, uh, you know, a good thing that they did take it seriously. You know, rather, you know, they, they didn't take the time to try to figure out if it was a joke or not a joke because they came Right. That night, knocked on that man's door with, you know, with the SWAT and everything and took him down. Like, yep, yep. so. And KC you know, don't play, man. 
don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all don't know. You know what I'm saying? K, KCK, KC Kansas, K, real, KC real, 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 um, high violence, real, yep. a lot of deaths. Um, Shout out to Shannon Armstrong, big bro, out there securing the streets. Um, but yeah, a high level of violence, a high level of murders there. You know, and surprisingly, you know, just recently, I want to say within the last month or two, um, I was reading some data and it was kind of up there, like in the spikes? top ten. It spikes. I mean, it's like in the top ten, top five. Yeah, I believe it. in the United yeah, States that like K it had more than Chicago. KC, if y'all know what it's called, KC stands for Killer City. Killer City, Killer City nigga. Yeah. Like they, they not playing with you. You know what I'm saying? You think you cute, you flossing, you don't know nobody in that motherfucker. I'm telling right. you, they will take you. Uh, matter of fact, R.I.P. Rest in peace, my cousin Sherman Tisdale, Sherman T. Rico, man. Tens up, nigga. Tens up. But uh, yeah, man. Shout out to Rich the Fact too. Um, and then you know my 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 is my nephew, but it's my son. He was also killed in the streets last year yeah. on Cinco de Mayo on some you too know, good, un, unnecessary too stuff. I know about. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Probably in the last year, I know about five or six people who've lost people up there. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, growing up in the dub, growing up in Wichita, you know what I'm saying. Kansas City was always a quick trip for us, but uh, but it was always dangerous. You know what I'm saying. And I'm not gonna lie. You know, I started going up there a lot more. Probably, you know, at least. Four or five times a year, you know, after I hit 18, going to go see my favorite cousin or one of my favorite cousins out there. I got two of them. Shout out Brandon Harris. He was on another episode. But, mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, that was always a quick family trip. Come to front. Uh, uh, what, what is it called? What's the park called? The water park in uh, Worlds of Fun. Worlds of Fun, Fun and Oceans of yeah. Fun. I used to come up there and fuck around and shit with my family and shit. We drove all through the 50s. Shout out to them niggas in the 50s. Um, all of that. You know what I'm saying? I got love in, the, in KC. Um, but, uh. Yeah, man, it's, it's sad, you know what I'm saying? Because really, Kansas City is, uh, uh, I said earlier, it's a little bit divided or whatever. You know, the, the white folks have got that area and, you know, the niggas kind of got theirs. But it's really just, you know, kind of, you know, the haves versus the have-nots, you know. And um, <laughs> i just seen a lot of people, you know, lose a lot of good shit up there, not not staying focused and not uh, staying, you know, what they what they need to, you know, stay on or stay, stay about, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, I never... Oh, you ain't heard of I've never nah other than Yeah. About like, jazz or something. Yeah. You know, like uh, where I'm 17th from. Seventeenth and bonds. Yeah, like, like where I'm from, yeah. like we don't hear that's like a shocker because we're like can you know Yeah, nah we, Kansas City, huh? Nah. Like, yeah, we uh all all of Kansas, you know what I'm saying? Kansas is probably you know, and then there's a cut of Missouri in there. So that gets yeah, even yeah. a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? And if people don't know the history behind Missouri and Kansas and education and all of that. Education has a strong foothold in Kansas. You know what I'm saying? It was people who fought for black people to be educated, mm -hmm. you know, in Kansas. And Missouri has been always very racist, you know, to a degree. Mm -hmm. I got plenty of partners from, from the Mo, St. Louis, Columbia, uh, you know, Rolla, all Springfield, you know, shout out to all of that. But uh but uh shout out to this lick right here, you know what I mean? Uh you know, if you ain't fucking with it, man, get on this Lobos. If you fuck with that tequila, get on that Lobos, man. Shout out to uh, LeBron James and what he got going on in that movement. You know what I'm saying? Them dollars is supporting black people and a black billionaire. So that's what I'm on. Yes, absolutely. But uh, so other than that, man, education, man, tell us about, about your career path and your trajectory, John. Because, um, nigga, you could have been a doctor. You yeah, know so what I'm saying? For real? Initial path if was you wanted to do that. My initial path was completely different. Um, going into college, I started off going to be a pharmacist, mm -hmm. and it, my whole—I remember that. Yeah, my whole college career, I worked in a pharmacy as a senior certified pharmacy tech. 
you know, because I just knew that's what I wanted to do. So I was trying to set myself up for, for success. Walgreens was going to pay for me to do a lot of stuff, you know, yeah. through the program that they had. But um, I just, uh, one thing I learned about myself is that I, I don't like a repetitive, you know, type of yep. uh, work environment, a work environment. And so there, you know, I came in, you know, started in the drive through window, went over to filling, you know, filling prescriptions, compounding to the uh, checkout window and out the door. So it was kind of like the same thing every day. And then that was just the technicians. Like the technicians run the pharmacy. And so moving up to the pharmacist, yeah, your bag is a lot bigger, but then right. your job is very minimum. I mean, yeah, you have a lot more, you know, responsibility on you, you know, because basically all they stand there and verify you know everything that the technicians do like right, technicians right. Oh, did the so work you ain't doing no work you yeah, the big boss yeah so you legit stand in one boss, spot man. all day long and mm -hmm. verify things you might do some consultations about some drug interactions and you know some things like that some follow-ups with some patients but for the most part you're standing there doing this repetitive job and i'm also you know a, a, a people person i'm an interactive person yeah, so you yeah. know i want to have conversation um it wasn't a lot of that happening unless you were at the of course the, the drive-through window where you're taking in prescriptions there or passing out prescriptions there or you're at the exit window you yeah. know giving prescriptions out or taking prescriptions or whatever um so then uh one summer i decided you know like hey like i'm gonna go work at this school you know it was called I was working at a, a place called the mental health association yep. and so basically I was a school attendant worker and so okay. I, you know so they gave me a caseload of kids you know basically they had some issues you know mm -hmm. I and so that. I would go inside of the schools you know and kind of help them for a certain amount of time and then that's kind of where I tapped into that love like in that passion and I'm like you know hey you know this is different every kid is different every kid's experience is different you know like Nothing I do is the same on, on no day and with with no kid, and so I really like that. And then, like I said, one of the things, the greater passions that I have for being in the profession I am is that you know I was able to pour into those kids. You know, I would see myself in kids, and and I need to give. I felt I needed to give them. You know what. I felt like I needed, I'm like, you know, I'm not exactly sure this yeah. is what's going to help them, but I knew when I was in that situation, I could appreciate it if I did have this. Yeah. And so what I envisioned, I gave them, and when I start seeing those kids, you know, uh, the seeds start yeah, to grow, Yeah, they right? start to grow, I you start to you, see I that, you. you know, even if they only made that connection with you, you know, and you were able to redirect them, and you were able to get them to do work, and you were able yeah. to calm them down, you know, they have connected with somebody that they trusted. That okay. they knew they cared so about. So right them. now it's kind of the transition. I mean, it, at that point it was the transition from like mm -hmm. pharmacy yeah. work and, yeah. and moving in that yeah. direction, and then moving kind of towards your your uh, more of a mental health. Uh, yeah, because I did because at one point you were going to be a psychiatrist. Yeah, so I actually, right? uh, you know, a little background about myself. Like I kind of did. You know some double majors double masters so that know. nigga was cold man he used to hold the <laughs> chapters degree man uh hold our grades up because this nigga he, his grade point average couldn't get no higher nigga he was so damn smart man so i went into school like i saw so I, I knew that i'm like you know i i, I want to be in the, i want to do something with kids and i want to do it in the schools even if i don't and do it shout out this nigga fit one time man y'all see that shirt that nigga got some shorts on just like that motherfucker man my nigga in bermuda nigga the bahamas tel aviv my nigga told me he got it from tel aviv or something man. <laughs> this, this man funny 
But uh, but yeah, so I, I double majored in uh, psychology and elementary ed in, uh, in undergrad. And then I went to uh, grad school and did a dual master's program. Uh, I'm a licensed professional counselor as well as a child play therapist. And then I doubled back. LPC? And, yes, sir. Okay. And then I doubled back and got my building leadership and admin. And so we're going to cut real quick one time and then we're going to come right back. Yeah, so we was talking about we had a we had a quick bathroom break um, intermission. We did a little uh, one two uh, <laughs> one more time, but uh, yeah, we're back recording again. And um, John was just touching a little bit uh, on his career and his career path and things like that. Um, you know, if a lot of people don't know, you know, a lot of things as far as education and things like that and um, curriculum and and fighting for you know slaves to be able to that shit started in Kansas. Shout out to John Brown and his crazy ass nigga because he just was a crusader for that. You know what I mean? So yeah, a lot of that sh- uh, starts where we was at. So shout out to Kansas, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, a little a little background. Um, undergrad, uh, double majored, um, elementary education and psychology, uh, did a dual master's program, uh, completed the licensed professional counselor as well as school counseling, and then I uh, also completed the child play therapy certificate as well, and then kind of double backed and uh, received my building admin and leadership um, degree, uh, master's as well. So, um, you know, currently administration um, at a K-6 building, uh, but yeah, so... Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. So uh, first, I remember you know being a teacher and then a counselor and then now you're a principal. What are the that's levels it. to that? That's like that's like going from. I mean, in my career, you know, you're analyst and then you're lead and then you're manager. Then after manager, it goes one, two, three, manager. And then you're director. And then mm-hmm. you're VP and you know what I'm saying, shit like that. So. Yeah, so um, What's basi- the differences in those? basically kind of it, it is steps, you know, so like basically you, in order to be a school counselor, you have to have taught um, in order to be a principal, you know, vice principal, you have to have taught for so many years. You have to have so many years in the school uh, building as well. So it, it definitely levels to that um, as well. You know, and then that's also paired with education, too. Yeah, so you got to have, you know, pass all these, you get these credentials, you know, so there are, yeah. you know, tests that you had to pass to get licensures for all of those things as well. For, so at, at, from teacher to counselor to school counselor, yeah. uh, licensed professional counselor, there's a, a, a practicum that I had to complete for uh, my LPC and for, and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and for um, the um, uh, licensed professional uh, the LPC? Child plate, yeah, oh, child, child plate therapy as well. There was practicum for that as well, and then you know I had to do a, a number of hours as well in in all levels of of uh, of the school district as far as um, administration for my principal um, certificate and licensure as well. So uh, dealing with parents at the level of being a teacher, like you know, I think we touched <coughs> on that a little bit earlier. Like there can be a lot of disrespect given yes. to you and yeah. you know I know you're a black man as a teacher I know the women you know probably fuck around and loved you yeah. They, yeah. Little, yeah. little Johnny's doing what yeah. you know what I'm saying they the next day they try to come have a parent yeah. meeting they ain't talked about little Johnny at all <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she dropped them off with her bonnet on and her little uh, pajama pants on. She came back for what her meeting with a, a with the meat lace, on a full lace front and lashes and <laughs> oh, <laughs> everything like. Yeah. Asking me personal questions about myself. So where you from? Uh, no, nah, we talking about Johnny, baby. We ain't right. about me. <laughs> I, ain't got, I ain't got too much else yeah, for you because no, the dedication none, is there. I ain't got nothing for you. So, uh, yeah, just, I mean, being at that teacher level, what is it? I know the goals have changed. I know the view has changed. I know, you know what I'm saying, there's different objectives and things that you're trying to hit at them different there, levels. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely on each level there is a, a certain um, curriculum or a certain knowledge content that they say at, that you should know or should be teaching at this specific grade level um, and then even like you know we this with the, with the pandemic you know that's really put a, a huge strain on um, the education system as a whole because you know those kids were out of school you know for years uh, right not, not oh, receiving that, yeah, that, man. That, it, that direct instruction and the so, kids are weirder now hella weird because so, they've been secluded in in in, the, in their homes you know like being and like been this social. nigga's not lying yeah my 12 year old social. son man like shit him going in to school because he also transitioned from you know uh in kansas to now here going mm -hmm. to school with me mm -hmm. the school year and shit and mm -hmm. man yeah so you know they, they didn't have a lot of social interactions right. you know just not, not a lot of being secluded in the in shout their out own to Elijah Lee, love you, boy, and yeah, and in their own homes, you know, so they they haven't had unless they got siblings at home, you know, that's the only probably you know social the only interaction, interaction that, that they have. Like um, having to tell the kids to turn their cameras on and all yeah. types of shit. Um, I know. Did you see any naked ass? I know. I we seen had that one some, video some, where it was. The I seen some The daddies. mama was in the back. I've seen some daddy smoking blunts, all kind of stuff. Oh, man. Some mamas going off on people on the phone, cussing people out. <laughs> hey, but I ain't gonna front. He was real cool, so he was the at-home dad, uh, making sure the kid was on on oh, shit. So helping. yeah, really, he yeah. was, but he, and, and he was cleaning up. The nigga was real smooth. With, with something like that though, with the uh, with the blunt shit like that, where you no, know dead ass. So do you have to report that type of shit? You let it, I mean, I, you know, yeah, I, know, I feel you. I mean, shit, as long as little Terrio is yeah. doing his job. I can't tell that man what to do with his house, but he okay. had, I, I don't know if he had some headphones on, some AirPods or something, but he my boy groomed. had a broom back there. So the kids sitting at the, 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 I mean, the dining room table, right. he in the kitchen with the broom, he cleaning up. He making sure the kid doing his work. He cleaning up. He got a blunt in his hand. He in there sweeping this nigga like. <laughs> John just wasn't going to take the nigga's joy. Because shit. No. In, in, in Kansas but wait. and in Texas, bro, we kind of, they got the most stringent, you know what I'm saying, smoke laws, man. So. But the kid already, this, this, they already know what's up. So the kid looked back there, seen the dad, like, had this little teddy bear on there. She just moved the teddy bear like this that blocked the dad. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, she just moved it over like. <laughs> that's funny. That's what's up. But you know, it, you you definitely do see some some interesting things. But even with that, you know, so like the the, edu the kids' education took such a big hit with them not being a in the classroom and being able to get that direct instruction, that face to face. You know, because it was a struggle for teachers too. Like it's hard for you know normally a teacher can walk around the classroom, they can look down at your paper and be like, oh, you know what I'm saying, like Lens. I see where you messed up right here. You know what I'm saying? So this right. is what you need to do to correct this. They can't look at a kid's paper online. Right, right, so when when, right. when Lance say, I don't get it. I don't know how to help Lance because Lance can't really explain to me where he's messing up or what he don't get. And you know what's even more crazier about that? I just heard this the other day because I'm a, 
you know, I'm a uh, notes taker and I like to make lists and knock down lists and yeah, shit yeah. like that. And I love to do that shit on paper, but I have, you know, since kind of transitioned digitally. But like they say with writing stuff down, your brain retains and works a little bit better with like writing stuff down. Mm -hmm. So I know you guys are also dealing with a lot of that, like, you know, assignments that ain't being done and shit yeah, like, like that. And then kids that's at home by themselves just yes, going to school. So like, 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 I know that's it's huge. Just, it's, that's, it's a whole trickle down effect, you know, because parents, you know, they 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 rely on that school day they rely on that breakfast and that lunch from school like so it's, it was a real big you know struggle and strain for parents too because now they have to figure out what who's gonna watch my kids who's gonna make sure my kids get online who's gonna feed my kids because right now i can only afford dinner so i'm banking on my kid eating breakfast and lunch at school and mm -hmm. then I, they can come home and i can provide dinner but i can't financially afford breakfast lunch and dinner every day for my kids mm -hmm. and so then who's gonna babysit them you know so i have <laughs> right. to go to work right you know so i gotta leave my 10 year old at home by itself and just trust that everything goes well right. but you know something about that that i realized as well you know what i'm saying <laughs> we're talking about parents and shit like that but like that happening last year and shit you see how much parents really rely on the on school. the on the school or classes but I, but that's crazy though as, you, as a babysitter I, I have never got so much you know <laughs> calls praise and you know kudos for you know being who we are and doing what we do like parents come to you know sack meetings and pto meetings and they're like hey i have to give it up i did not know which like, I was going and through. I just yeah, have my and, own kid, and this is my kid. Because they be at home you struggling know, with their yeah, work. Like, I just got just my kid. And shit. You know, I just have my kid and my kid only. Y'all have like fucking 30, 30 of these kids. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, I, I can't imagine. Like, and this is my own kid. Like, I can whoop his ass. I can do all that kind of stuff. Like, y'all can't do none of that stuff to them. And y'all have all these personalities in there that y'all have to deal with. Then y'all got to deal with us. Y'all got to, you know, like, so I really take my hat off to y'all. And so you definitely, they, they, they really was giving it up and seeing, you know, how, you know, big of a role that you know teachers have in, in their, their lives in their yeah. kids lives um but you know even back to the um, whole education like they're coming back to school now you know and the district like is like in my opinion is very unrealistic because they still expect for you to come in and put the grade level content in front of them right like so before pandemic my son may have been in a second grade but now, you know, he's in the fifth grade this year. So right. you mean to tell me you want my son to come back to the fifth grade and be and, able, to, and, do and, and be able to do fifth grade work when he hasn't received all those hours education yeah, for the yeah. fourth or the rest of the third grade? Right, right, yeah, right. So like, that was a year, yeah. year and a half kids was out of yeah, school. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's like uh, the expectations <laughs> are unrealistic. was kicking it, man. Right. Yeah, so the expectations <laughs> be unrealistic from the district, you know, and it causes like a whole lot of, you know, stress for the teachers because you know especially the teachers who are passionate about what they do you know they come in and they be like you know what i recognize my kids are still in the third grade so i'm about to teach third grade shit because that's what my kids need and then you know the state comes in the district big bosses come in they come in and be like well why is your objective today for you know some third grade content this is fifth grade right like, oh like, so is that the pull and push yeah like so it's like you know Ugh. that's like it's that pacing guy they put this pacing guy down and says you're supposed to know this you know, but that's where grade. teachers and, get and caught up in the middle, right? Like that's where they, you know, they can either get in trouble, not get in trouble. Like, 
because they have this pace in God. And so doing the pace in God is kind of like whoever in curriculum instruction creates mm-hmm. this pace in God and says, you know, this is what they're supposed to know. And, you know, let me pace it out for you. So like during these six weeks, you should be teaching this. And maybe right. you can spend this many days on this and this many days on this. And then by this day, you need to be moving to this. And so, you know, when the teachers, you know, tap into that, let's say they, 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 fifth grade, they giving them, you know, like, let's multiply fractions, you know what I'm saying? Yep, so yep, I, yep. I put multiply a fraction in front of these kids and they look like, what? What? So like when, you know, language when, when, it, shit. when it comes down to it and, and, and they, they figure out like, hey, my kids don't even know what the fractions are. Damn. So I need to go all the way back <laughs> and I need to teach fractions in its simplest form. Right. And so then, you know, big dogs might come in and be like, all right, let me take me to a fifth grade class. Let me see what's going on. So we go to a fifth grade class and, you know, they looking at their pacing guy like, okay, so I should be able to see, you know what I'm saying, divide and multiply fractions right now. But that's what the pacing guy says. It's September, you know, it's week three. So they looking like, hmm, mm-hmm. hey, excuse me, why are y'all simplifying fractions right now? And y'all supposed to be multiplying, dividing. Well, nigga, they don't know how to that camera even know what a, a fraction is. So how do you expect for them to multiply or divide a fraction? Right. So I have to teach this. And so now <laughs> you, you're not even on the pace in God. You're not on track at all Swap. because you completely got off of what they said you need to be doing to go back and give them what they actually really need. And so the I'm teachers that are passionate and care, the they're like, you know, like, it, that hurts my heart for you to try right. to rush me to force this on them and that just makes my kids even more discouraged because they don't know and then I'm trying to force this on them so it's like the, the gap is getting larger and larger because you keep presenting me with stuff that I don't are, are know. Are there a lot of kids falling through the crack on some shit like that? And then another thing that's crazy to me is that they're like oh we're not going to hold any kid back everybody's just going to be pushed oh. forward <laughs> unless your parent specifies and say hey. That's that no left child yeah, shit. Like unless somebody, your parent George comes and Bush. say Hey, Lance didn't learn shit last year. Lance need to repeat fourth <laughs> needs grade. To stay back. And I and that's what I said. Unless a parent yeah. steps up and does that, everybody's moving forward. Everybody's fucked. So again, you do, you fucked. didn't know fifth grade shit. You didn't know fourth grade shit. So now you about to go to sixth grade and get even further and get even more fuck. further behind. Okay, I mean that's the teaching shit. I know yeah. you could probably go on all day yeah, about yeah, that, yeah. but uh, yeah. being a counselor, what the what that look like? How that been? Man, man? it's the, the the social emotional the the the, the trauma like Damn. that our kids face. Like even that, like to for kids to so y'all niggas show ain't up just school. making schedules and shit. Yeah, like no, absolutely not. We handle some heavy shit, some shit that you take home sometimes and be like, man, damn. Like so, these kids, you have to. They experiencing like last night they saw. They mama stabbed their daddy or they daddy beat the shit out of their mama or they didn't eat last night at all or they didn't got no lights and no water or nothing and they slept in the car and they got to wake up in the morning and come to school and you want them to be have a clear mind and, and be focused and, and learn but they still trying to process you know what just they what they experienced last night or what their everyday is Mm -hmm. so their mental is not focused on learning they don't have a clear mental they don't wake up with no worries they have a lot of shit that they come to school with and that that they're carrying on their shoulders and then you want them to be the best that they can be hell yeah 
I grew up in some shit like that. You know what I'm saying. And so a lot, a lot of kids like they they they, they don't they're not intentionally trying to give Shout the teachers a hard time. You know, right. but you know they got they trying to they trying to unpack some shit. <laughs> they trying they got some shit going on. Right. You know they they want to be loved. They want to hug. They want somebody to care about their grades. They want somebody to care about them. You know, so if they're seeking attention, because I don't get no attention at home, because I stay at home by myself all day anyway, because my mom was a stripper and right. she's at the club all night. My mama was in there throwing ass so, too in Jesse's. I'm so listening. So you know, like that's what they got. Right. So, but you want me to come to school and perform and and, and be the best I can be and with a clear mind. It, that's that's that's, that's not yeah, realistic yeah. for them. So, yeah. so so you got to unpack some shit before you able to try to give them some shit. You got to make some room for some shit. Right. Hustle in my vein. I was born in a crack house. Hell yeah, man. Shout out to you, John. Man, that's some real shit, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Like I was saying, man, fam held us down for so long and held me down on so much shit, man. This nigga's raised me that was so motherfucking hard, man. It couldn't get no higher. But uh, that counseling shit, man, I never, I mean, after I got out of school, I forgot y'all really do be doing, like, the counseling shit in the mm -hmm. classes and stuff, man. Yeah, so, yeah, even in elementary, like, they, there's certain, you know, lessons that they're required to go teach, you know, and then even teacher can, teachers can request, like, hey, you know, as a whole, my class is kind of experiencing this. You know, oh, can you come to my class and, and do and some lessons some like about this. this? Can you do some social mm -hmm. emotional shit in my classroom about this can you do some restorative justice type of shit in my classroom about this and then they also can do individualized like you know hey i have this kid like they doing a lot of sexual shit you know i think they might have been touched or he told me that his uncle or aunt did this to him like i need to send this to you they ain't deep yeah they need to send for one-on-ones you know then you got to have uncomfortable hard conversations with parents too like hey timmy's in here he said he said uncle ronnell did this yeah. Like and as as a mandated reporter, I I I, I got to listen to Timmy because I'm here to support Timmy, yep. and I also have to report this. Hell yeah! And so I'm coming to you, so like you can you support your child. What the fuck's going on with Uncle Ronnell? Yeah, hell yeah. And if, if you're not doing nothing, and if, yeah. right, and if you're not doing nothing up, about the shit, if you're not doing about nothing about the shit, gone, and Timmy man. come back to school tomorrow and say, "Hey, my mama ain't do shit, and I don't feel comfortable going home." Hey, I'm sorry. Timmy's not coming home today because you. I I reached out to but you that's where it to put together up. a plan. In the system, though, right? But the, yeah, I mean, but then what? I mean, what that going through? You got to right? pick your poison too yeah. with that because you know, like I said, being one of those kids that was taken from my family, you know, and put into the system. Yeah. Um, I was awarded to stay too. Yeah, like so, like I, I I know I don't want to be taken from my parents, but some of those kids need to be taken from those situations because, like you said, I just reached out to you. I told you what Uncle Ronnell did. Your kid you told give me. A fuck? Yeah, your you kid you told me they told fuck? you what Uncle Ronnell did. He came back to school and said, You ain't say shit to Uncle Ronnell. Uncle Ronnell still live at the house. Yeah. He don't want to go there. Because right. Uncle Ronnell's still there. Yeah. So let me make this let me get let this, me make this, this very kid clear for you. <laughs> in, a, in a space that they feel comfortable with. Damn, so that was the perspective from the, the counselor shit then, huh? Yeah, like that was that like was that's crazy. that's that type of stuff. So like, that shit is heavy, man. It it can get heavy. I hear it. I hear it in your voice. It can man. get heavy. Well, shit, just moving along. I mean, so now that you're the big boss hog, you know what I'm saying? Is it assistant or a principal? Assistant. Assistant, okay. I know it ain't going to be long until you get your own school. That ain't yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And probably, you probably moved around at that point. But, like, as a principal, like, is you the orchestrator? Like, what is you doing? I know that Yeah, so, like, you know, is, it's, you know, the whole building, I, you know, I kind of make the whole building shape. Yeah. You know, yeah. basically, um, to sum it up, to from the kids to the staff, the parents, you know, to kind of, kind of, 
orchestrate all of that, you know, the curriculum on whatever level that we can because, you know, we're still giving directives from the district, you know, that we have to to do it. Hey, do it become more bullshit? Like, so you're moving further away from the kids. Mm -hmm. Are you having to deal with more bullshit? Very political. Very political. Uh, when it get up there, you know, like, because there's some people that you are looking at, you know, cross-eyed, like, how are you here? Right. How do you even make it? <laughs> how are you here? And then you even look at credentials and just different things, like, how are you here? Right. Like, like even Where with people. Where is your assistance right. for the children? How and, like, even you? with curriculum instruction, you know, like, I was gonna you haven't even been too. in a classroom before, so how are you making shit for kids in the classroom? How are you making a curriculum for kids in the classroom? You've never even taught a fucking kid before. Right. And that's real. That's real. I didn't came across a few, you know, principals or counselors for real who ain't really, you know, or or they've been too far out of the classroom where they really can't deal with a motherfucker, you know. But I know just oftentimes, you know what I'm saying, just being black or whatever, we ain't the the most kids that be having behavioral issues and things like that, but we do be needing and sometimes, you know, with with like you were telling me and touching on earlier, you know, it's a lot of babies raising babies and you it's a two way street, you know, um, having having the the child you know uh have a parent that's there for them you know what i'm saying because really classroom and all of that shit is a supplement and um you know looking at shit like i said man i did not notice until this year you know looking up uh, my son shit he with me i understand what he got going on i know what's going on in the classroom i know what's going on in the school and shit if it ain't what i think it's supposed to be i'm on his ass but right. you know I, a lot of parents don't operate like they don't, that. They don't you know they, what i'm saying like because they operating from that i'm my child's friend and not my child's parent i want my child to like man, me man, we i want man, my child it's too many like, of them like it's, that. it's, too it's many way of, too especially many. them ones in them homes where it ain't no pops there yeah and then i, I have kids that come and say no oh call, call my mama she's not gonna do nothing right uh, except cuss your ass right. out they and fuck they, around looking so too crazy if you're not if they have no fear of you doing anything you have no structure at your home and they know there's limited things that we can do here. They know we can't whoop their ass. We can't do certain stuff. So Man, they used to what steal, is going to make them? Years ago, shit, they were still whooping ass here in Texas. I mean, I wish. But if, um, <laughs> but I'm saying, but like, if there's no structure or no discipline at home, because it's something they needed. And then you know you come yeah. to school and I already know that you can't do shit to me. So who's who's making me do what I'm supposed to do? Who am right. I scared of? Who's whooping my ass? Right. Who's making me fearful of not or, acting or up or clowning? Or just whooping the ass, but she's right. some this type caring of caring in, in general. Right. Like, there is nobody that's that's doing any <laughs> oh, of those I'm things. Oh, I'm sorry, little Timmy. Uh, right. Are they? Are they? They either don't care at all, or they want to be the kid's best friend. Yeah. They don't care because they 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 too busy still trying to grow up and kick it and smoke blunts and they don't care. Yeah. And, or they want to keep up with the Jones. So they but little Timmy so got the was, flies Jordans and he got oh, a gold chain matter. and he got but a goddamn Apple watch. But he don't know shit. shit. Don't he don't right. know nothting at all. And hey. Timmy gonna start crying and shit and tell you fuck you and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, yeah. oh, you know, like don't talk to me like that. Or why right. don't you say that to your Hell teacher? No. Or you get suspended. He, I legit have had kids tell me. I don't care if you suspend me. I'm just about to go home and play my game anyway. My mom right. I'd, I'd almost rather you suspend me so and I don't so have now, to look like, at you, Mr. Yep. Williams. Yeah, and, so, and, and with that same breath, I'm like, no, nah, Timmy ain't getting suspended. You keeping your ass here. Right here. Yeah, you can, you know, and yeah. you coming to my office. Damn, that's crazy. So you, is that, you there, is that your discretion? Office. That is, absolutely. Because you know they're going to be on yeah, some like, bullshit no, at the crib. And yeah. even the teachers know, too. Like I'm like, hey, they be like, aren't you going to suspend him? No, nah, because that's what he want. He want to go home. He finna keep his ass right here. Right on. I'm finna, I'm finna right have on, him doing some man. shit right here. He gonna, right get, on, he gonna do the same work 
right here in, in school suspensions, or he gonna sit in my office over here and he gonna do this shit. He gonna get it done. Or he gonna yeah. do and being the teacher that he hate the most classroom all day, right. and he gonna do his work. Well, segueing real quick, I just want to talk about curriculum a little bit. You know, we just celebrated Juneteenth this last week and shit yes, like that. Yes. Uh, Man, what's up, man? Like, why man. do they just want man. us to forget about slavery? They want us to forget about <laughs> anything. But they gave us a whole fucking holiday. They want to forget about anything us. So, you know, like I said, I'm doing And I'm going to tell you this right here, too. I'm pissed off that people are calling that Freedom Day. That's not fucking Freedom Day. That excuses the behavior. The This holiday was set up because the last slaves that were released was in whatever, whatever, a, a 19, you know, whatever. 65. Uh, 60, but no, they didn't get out until 67 or whatever out mm -hmm. here in Texas because it did take the news. It did take the news that long to travel to a degree, but you know, slaves can't read and shit, so they didn't have them uh, still doing the slave work and all of this shit for, for two years, you know, because that at that point in time was when the union came in and told them, shit, it's a wrap for all of this shit, and you know, these motherfuckers, we've been free for two years, so now all of these people was running around talking about it's Freedom Day and shit, that's not fucking Freedom Day. Mm -hmm. But that like, is Juneteenth, and that was our celebration of, of being free, but we were already free. There's no such thing as that except when the 13th Amendment was signed, and that was when we got our freedom then. Mm -hmm. And still don't want to pay a shit. Let us get our motherfucking 40 acres in the mule goddamn. But to touch on that, like like I told you, I'm, I'm teaching. I'm a, I'm a mm -hmm. principal at summer school. So mm -hmm. legit have some of my teachers. So a lot of my teachers in my building specifically are, are black. Okay. And That's so, right on. That's right on. Um, you know, I had some like teachers, you know, especially not in Kansas. Yeah. Where the, where and so, so some of my teachers was like, you know what? Like, I was talking to my class about what Juneteenth. You know, we're not going. We don't have school on Monday. You know, because it's Juneteenth. Kids was like, kids don't even well, know what is that? Juneteenth is. You know, like, well, what is that? Right. Like, what is that? Right. <laughs> like that's. And you know what's funny? That's a big start breaking like, down know, layers and Y'all got folks. inside of the history books in the curriculum to teach some shit about some fucking Christopher Columbus. But can't, Who ain't did shit, but you don't want to talk about fucking Juneteenth? Christopher Columbus was a dumbass, too. Like, how? Like, that's crazy. Like, even yeah. with what, what what people know today, y'all still are honoring that, and y'all still are teaching that, and y'all still are putting out who he is, y'all need to delete that motherfucker from that shit and put some stuff that's more... That's meaningful. Uh, that's meaningful. That's real history into that, sh right, into that right, space, right. you know, like... Kids need to know why we celebrating Juneteenth. Kids need to know what Juneteenth is. You know, like yep. it's the same way that y'all y'all gave it up for Christopher Columbus and Columbus Day and taught all about what he pretended that he did. Y'all need to give that same energy, if not more, to Juneteenth. Right. Yeah, that's that's hell yeah. Hell <laughs> that's yeah. that's nuts. Uh, no, what I was gonna say. Uh, no, we, remember we were talking earlier about uh, like the Juneteenth thing. And uh, what's the girl? Um, she was on Insecure. Uh, the friend that was pregnant? Oh, oh. No, the light skinned girl. Oh, oh, shorty, I can't remember. I can't her think name. of her name. Uh, remember, she was pregnant for like the. Like, oh yeah, it was the light skin. She was a K in the show. And she yeah, had Amanda yeah, yeah. Seals, so she, but I don't know what her yeah, character's I, name. Yeah, I don't know if y'all seen it on um, Instagram. She went off and was like, you know, we need to be going to the slave owners' descendants, you know, that still own the damn plantations, right? And throw a fucking party on there. You know Shout what I mean? out like, to it. Shout out to Atlanta because they touched on that shit <laughs> yeah, real cool. That hey, shit was crazy. Hey, she knocked on that man door. Shook. She knocked on that man door. She said, hey, oh, this Jamal, all my shit. Jamal this my shit right here. Wild, shit. She said, this my shit right here. Right. His nah. great, great, great. 
that, Daddy? They was oh, having a barbecue love. on that line. This is my line right here. My nigga yeah. took off. That little old, that little old ass Prius was not getting nowhere. You remember when he chasing him? That shit. Uh, yeah, he, he was trunking too, my boy. He about man, to get he that almost man. caught his ass, boy. <laughs> nah, but like, what what would you like as an educator? Like, what would you like to see more? I mean, of course, Juneteenth, but like, what would you want to see more? Like. Like outside of Juneteenth, especially like with us being, you know, black people and education and how we could search all this information and, you know, what what would you like to, to see more of? What yeah, what would you what, like to see what, more? What do you think can be done? Yeah, what what I would like to see more of and what I think can be done are like two different extremes. But what I would like to see more of is, you know, touching on like like now we don't even have to make it about African Americans, but more minorities more of what really happened like more of not the one-sided type of shit because you want to give the history about you know this event and this event and this event for this perspective let's give the full picture of what this is like so let's give when you're talking about you know juneteenth let's talk about what it is yeah yeah but let's talk about what was the cause of that? Yeah, like, right. like, and then these other situations, you Absolutely. know, like uh, slavery. Yeah, we want to talk about slavery, you know, but you only want to talk about it from this perspective. Let's talk about what the full picture of slavery looks like. Right. Like, um, you, you know, just, just, just stuff like that. And then also uh, more, I, I, I feel like a lot of teachers in the beginning became teachers because, you know, they had, you know, that, uh, Passion? That passion and that level of passion. creativity that they can take shit, you know, yeah, you can tell me this is what they need to know. But then I wanna I wanna take that and I wanna teach the kids, you know, in a more creative way. I wanna have right, more right, creative right, right. freedom right. with how I present this content. That's where shit gets rigid yeah. though, the further up you get, right? Yeah, They're like, so well, they, we got uh twenty thousand kids and they the- have shit legit, they have scripts <laughs> of shit. To teach a lesson. This is what you That's say. Sad. That's and sad. these are going to be possible responses from the kids. And then you say this. Like, where is the, the, the creative freedom that teachers right. came here for? Right. Like, because a lot of teachers have a lot of great ideas. But then again, that's not what they, they that's not what they gave you. Because they already gave you the, they already right. gave you the reading that you need to do. They already gave you the worksheets that you need to do. That this is what you need to do. Right. Like, not say that, all right, let's teach, you know, like I said, let's, let's teach fractions. You have this amount of time to teach fractions, uh, adding fractions. And that doesn't Don't, work for you know, all kids, right? It doesn't, like I'm it saying. So then, you know, you have to present it with this script that, that they gave you. Yeah. And then, you know, like, all right, you know, half of my class didn't get it. So what, do you want me to go back and repeat the script again? Because <laughs> they didn't get it the first time. Right. You know, so then I don't have enough time to m- make all these small groups because right. you're saying I only have 40 minutes for math. Right. So you... I don't I don't know how you want me to go back and reteach and then push forward the ones that did get it like there's one of me right. like so how how do you want me and then you want me to keep up with the pacing God because you're saying I only have two three days to be teaching right a fraction addition with fractions so That's like how, how do you want me how, how do you suppose I do that and then like some of my teachers one of my teachers said something so you know, so passion, real. Y'all. She said something so it, real. She said, appreciate it. But shout out to Miss Edwards. Miss Edwards is a fucking diamond in the rough. She was from a teacher from Brooklyn, from Teacher of America. She came down shout out to and America. killed this shit. Like one yeah. teacher of the year. Like 
people come in our building, state, district, go to her classroom. Is she's wild? She's thorough. Is wild. she that fucking thorough? Like Miss Edwards is the shit. It, like, and her kids is learning and shit. Learning, like learning. They love to be there. They respect her. She's like a mom to them. You'll you'll never go in her classroom and hear her raise her voice. She don't wow. have to do any of that because her management. Is she, is she her, from New York too? Yes. What part of New York? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So already knew it was from Brooklyn because uh, if y'all know the, the boroughs, she has her her class. Yes, she she established that relationship and that demands that respect. And that's the, the tone that and she says in her be, classroom. She has those expectations day. and she right. holds you to them. She'll pull you individually to the side and work with you and check you about the expectations you're not living Love up to. It. That Love she knows Bla- that you can. Black lady? Yes, absolutely. That, but man. she and the kids want matter, to work for her because they know she care about them. So they want to work for her. Mm-hmm. And so she she's making a huge, huge, Major huge... Stars impact on the kids in their education and in their their social life too you know because she's pouring into all areas of that but but yeah so she, she's she's just taking that oh. curriculum and, and she's one of those ones that you know like i don't mind working hard you know but then like she asked my boss some a question she was like okay so y'all giving us all this extra pandemic work y'all want us to do our regular work and then y'all want us to do our pandemic work but y'all don't want to pay us to do None of that. She said, and and it's not about the money or else I wouldn't be here in the first place. But you mean to tell me you have no appreciation for the hard work that I have, uh, that I'm putting in for you? Mm -hmm. Like, so, and and that's, that's real. And it's crazy how, you know, it's always been crazy to me how you can give, you know, educators these pennies and, you know, crumbs. Uh, but they're the basis of all the lawyers, the doctors, the politicians, yeah, all these people. Yeah. Because Who without them teaching you how to read, without them teaching you how to multiply, add, division, <laughs> like you wouldn't know, you wouldn't I, be in the space that you're I in right now. It, but that's the and way even the world, man. high school, what you have a what? A teacher. When you go to college, you have a what? A professor, a teacher. teacher. You go to medical school, you have a what? A professor or a teacher. So you mean to tell me the people that are shaping and molding these people don't deserve, don't deserve shit. shit the people that i made that's america it man. deserves to make more money than me right so that's crazy well shit you know we got to go ahead and wrap it up bro uh man you you was really dope with everything you were saying appreciate man. it appreciate it uh we're gonna touch on something a little bit lighter man what y'all what's up man it's it's uh it's it's nba the nba has just ended you know what I'm saying? NFL, all of that. We seeing shit moving around. What y'all, what y'all think about Deshaun Watson, man, and what he got going on? We gonna touch, I guess. NFL he's first. gonna play. You think so? <laughs> yeah, what, he's many, gonna what play. You think? How many? Uh, how many games you think he gonna get? Bro, I think he's gonna get at least half a season. He he's gonna play. The thing is, he's gonna play, and like everybody said, he's got to go through the NFL contract. Hey, he did not want to settle them suits, though. So, he really did not want to. I think somebody made him. I, I think what I hope this would happen. Is okay. He goes, you know, he he's not gonna whatever get charged or whatever, whatever settle. Yeah, and then the it's NFL, all civil suits. They right. all coming from so money. the NFL conduct policy, whatever it is, is bullshit. Whatever. Yeah, he's probably gonna. It's, they're probably it, gonna their, do their policy is based on public outcry. Right. <laughs> so they'll probably do this harsh suspension, like eight games, which I think if he just served maybe like three or four. Then they'll probably uplift They might it. let him appeal some Yeah, shit appeal, and then they'll uplift it. He'll probably play by like Because he's like, hey, I wasn't charged with anything Yeah, week six. Bro. So, you know, it's going to go back and forth like that. So, 
Yeah, he's gonna play. It just he's he's gonna serve some time, which yeah. I it's weird. He you think my man's Kyrie gonna? I mean, what what you think, John? You heard about anything about that I man? Mean, I, you know what? I haven't been watching. I know you haven't. <laughs> you fuck with the Chiefs up there? You been going to any games or anything? Um, I see your ass with the Chiefs jersey. You know, I, I step out sometimes, you know, and check out a game yeah, when I can. I know. But, <laughs> have you been to any of them tailgates up there? That shit go dumb. Yeah, the, the tailgates. I know, go, they, some they, people don't even go to the game. some liquor and my nigga said, yeah. So, <laughs> some people don't even go to the game. They here for the tailgate. Tailgate, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's right now. But, man, what you think, Maul, about my man's Kyrie, man? I, don't, I mean, I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. I, I didn't heard it already. I'm a KD fan. Uh, not when he was at Golden State. I'm not a dick rider. Nah, uh, Kyrie. You don't, I was you don't even know. Today and he like shit. I'm testing the waters. I want to play for the Lakers. Yeah, but the Clippers. Da, da. Of course. But just, I think that's if they don't sign him. I think right. they, this is a pissing match right now. Right. So, like, for one, it's gonna be tough. To me, it's gonna be tough because if you go, if he, if the Lakers get him, you know, LeBron ain't playing that shit. Yeah, you know LeBron ain't playing. You, I mean, it, it ain't even a matter if that if LeBron is playing that. I think I think LeBron is gonna walk him, welcome him with open arms because you know when he went to the Celtics and all that shit. You know, he even he, admitted he, that. I heard he, he admitted yeah, like he a, wasn't they in had the a right. and shit in L.A. And he told LeBron he, like, you know what, I was a little bit selfish. selfish. Yeah, I am like feeling real to ish about him though. You know, I don't I don't know him very well, but I just kind of feel like you know everything he's kind of touched by himself, he becomes a little dysfunctional. You know what I mean? And. You know, it's niggas out here starving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, just uh, I, I appreciate him standing on what he was standing on, but um, it was a lot of fake news and, <laughs> and false derivatives and directives that he was giving, um, you know, just people in the masses. I feel like, you know, I love Kanye, but sometimes, you know, it's it's okay that you don't want to be a role model and things like that, but, you know, just being in those higher positions where you're making money like that, a lot of people are going to look at you and look to you to do you know, it right. ain't no right and wrong in this world. That's what I believe. But, you know, if there was, let's say there's a pandemic and there's a, you know, something that's uh, released in the form of a vaccine and you don't want to fucking take the vaccine. And, you know, you're in the one of you are in the most populous city in all of the United States and you don't want to fucking take. The, come on, man. You know, yeah. but uh, that's none of I, I don't got 300 million right. that I'm sitting on or can sit out and not play and shit like that. So. I get it. Right. The yes. crazy thing is when he plays, he's productive. But then when he gets on, the, like, I don't know. It's all of them, man. Like him, Ben Simmons. Like, I'm like, Brad, just play. Just play the game. Just play. You, you, you. Shut up and fucking dribble. Not even just shut up and dribble. <laughs> I mean, play. You know, yeah. you do all this talking play, bro. This, this is what you're here for. Like, I get it. Everybody want to talk about, you know, being, oh, it's not like the old days of Muhammad. Bro, they were still boxing, though. They were still boxing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah, were still knocking these out. Like, you know? Like, wasn't John Brown was still running people over. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, them boxers was not missing a bag, bro. Yeah, like, like. The shit Muhammad Ali went through was a little bit different. It's a little bit different, yeah. but A lot of bit different, right. but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it just, it's, with him, it's, it's, it's getting annoying. Some of them is getting kind of annoying. Right. And to me, it's like, I get if you're young in the league, you know, you come up in the league and you whatever, but you're an established NBA player. And some of y'all don't have a lot of, especially Kyrie. Kyrie, what, 30, 31? I've been in that gym. It's like, gym been, come on, man. In the gym three times. You, you might got flicks. five seasons left. <laughs> that nigga ain't lying. Not even y'all ain't kind of swole. I'm skinny. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm hey, you got to get out there and start running again, nigga. I know, man. You been running? You playing soccer? 
I know I haven't. Bro, I gotta nothing. get up with you and your boys when y'all go play soccer. I'm gonna give me some quick. I'm gonna give me some cold ass vapors, nigga. Um, <laughs> nah, I, bro, I haven't been. Get your pillow. What, have you, what have you been on, Jamal, nigga? I, I, I miss you, bro. I ain't seen you, bro. I used to see Jamal every week at least. I know. Once or we used twice to meet up, week, bro. We used to I don't meet see up. My nigga at all no more. Man, bro. it just. I guess just the older you get, you kind of. Boy, get... got that nigga's ass in a chokehold. Nah, chill out with all that, bro. <laughs> chill out with all that. Nah, it just like the older you get, you kind of like. It's true, you slow down. So, it just... He said you ain't that old, nigga, to be that slow. <laughs> I was... I, man, shit just slowed really down. Especially, you know, pandemic, shit really did slow up. Yeah. And just during, the, like, the week, I just try to be routine schedule. Hear, like, Monday's this, oh, Tuesday's yeah, no, this, Wednesday's this, Thursday's this. Okay, Friday's this, but, okay, it's the weekend. We could kind of open it up. To where like, yeah. I don't like to get bounced off. Well, man, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. I know John need to get out there, man. Y'all see how motherfucking flaw this nigga is. You know what I'm saying? He can't even touch the city. So, uh, man, I just want to leave y'all with something, man. They say uh, uh, believe what they do, not what they say. But um, you know what I'm saying? It's very much so. To me, believe what they do and what they say. You know what I'm saying? But just pay attention. You know what I mean? Make Shout sure out to my alive. Uncle Royce with that shit, Make man. Sure that Make sure you pay attention. Cheap. You know what I'm saying? Talk can be definitely cheap, but you got to take a motherfucker at their face value. We ain't here to, you know, uh, to to raise people or, you know, talk to motherfuckers too much about being a grown-up. We all grown-ups out here, so, shit, if you're going to lie to me, go ahead and lie to me. I'm going to figure it out and, you know, shit, I'm going to put you where you need to be. Let's make sure exactly we placing that. and putting exactly people where that. they need to be. Right. Shout out to 2020 and, you know what I'm saying, all the prosperity and the love that it's bringing, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, Jamal, what you want to leave them with, bro? I don't have any inspirational quotes, but it's 2022. 20, yeah, it's 2022. 2022, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have any I'm about to break right. it back. I have no inspirational quotes, but just keep doing what you're doing, I guess, man. Keep keep striving. Hey, keep, everybody, hey, keep growing. Right. Keep growing. All of that. Every just day keep growing, up, keep growing. Than you were yesterday. Exactly. You're a competition with yourself, hey, nobody else. Hey, y'all, man, that's the race. We out, baby. Right, Peace. Go. Life. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. Fuck a pigeonhole. I'm a night out. It's a different mode. I'ma have to make a paint of six on a pinky toe. Heard you with a shooting guard. Just let a nigga know. I would have your court side, not the middle row. All good love in a minute, though. I can't stress about no bitch, cause I'm a timid soul. Plus I'm cooking up ambition on the kitchen stove